a story with me Love who you want to be, who you are Learn these lessons and we'll go far It's story time Story time Story time with Mama G Hello everybody, it's Mama G here and thank you for joining me for another story time with Mama G here in podcast land. Land? How posh am I? Here in podcast land. I'm not quite sure where that is, but it's a very delightful place because there's lots of people here doing podcasts. And I have a really, really, really brand new story for you today. This is so hot off the press that I've only just finished writing it as I'm talking to you. I've just literally finished typing it out and now it is good to go. And it is a spin on an old classic and I really do hope that you enjoy it. This story is called Goldilocks. So I wonder which story is taken after. We'll find out in a minute. Oh, and I should say, I'm going to be in character. This is not narrated by Mama G. This is a first-person narrative by Goldilocks herself. Hi, this is probably quite exciting for you, um, because here in fairy tale land, I am what they call a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you. But the reason I'm here today is not to blow my own trumpet. It's to talk about somebody else. And as hard as that will be for me, they deserve this moment. People of fairy tale land, I am here to talk about a hero that walks among us. Please. Put your hands together and give a huge round of applause, <laughs> get it, for Baby Bear. Oh gosh, oh Baby Bear, oh it's so good to see you, come on, bring it in, let's have a hug. Now Baby Bear, do you have anything you want to say? Anything at all? Yes? Oh, don't worry, I can take it from here. He's very shy. He's a very shy bear. Basically, fairy tale land is fairies, giants, kings, knaves, goats, old women living in shoes, and old women swallowing flies. Basically, baby bear has changed the course of our lives forever by being kind. You know the way that most of our fairy tales end in some kind of horror. Like when Snow White made the Wicked Queen dance in shoes made of red-hot irons. Or, or dear old Little Red Riding Hood having to cut her way out of the wolf's stomach. Who can forget the Little Mermaid dissolving in the sea because the prince saw sense and married someone with less baggage. And legs. But Baby Bear has put an end to those endings. My fairy tale friends. There is light at the end of our tunnels. Can I get a once upon a time? Thank you. Let me tell you what this bear did. Oh, unless you'd like to tell them, baby bear. No. Oh, you're right. It really is my story. Well, I was being your typical damsel in distress. Pretty, 
gorgeous dress, immaculately made up, flawless, I think you'd say. But, like any good heroine, I do have one thing I struggle with, and my thing is directions. Shout out to Hansel and Gretel, I wish I'd met you sooner. Great idea there with the bread. So there I was, in the woods, and of course it was getting dark, and of course the trees were starting to look like they had faces. This is fairy tale land after all. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know where I was. When all of a sudden, I found a cottage in the middle of the woods. Now you know what it's like. What do you do when you find a cottage in fairy tale land? You knock on the door, even if you don't need to go in. And if no one answers, you open the door. Cottages are famously left unlocked and unoccupied during working hours round here, but I don't need to tell you lot that, do I? I went in, and it was just what I needed. Oh, I could have cried. It was neat, it was tidy, and there was three of everything. I don't know why I needed three of everything, but it felt right. There were three bowls of steaming hot porridge, which was lucky, because getting lost does make you hungry. So I tucked into the first bowl. Oh, but it was too hot! I burned my mouth! So I'm going to have to tell the rest of the story with a lisp. <laughs> Only joking. I tried the second bowl. It was too cold. I spat it out. I tried the third bowl and it was perfect. I gobbled it down as fast as I could and went to sit in front of the traditional fairy tale fire. Well, the first chair I chose was far too big. The second chair I chose was far too big too. That's the problem, isn't it, princesses? We're only slight, you see. Our waists are tiny. Our legs are thin. It's an impossible body image, actually. That's something we should look into at our next fairy tale conference. Can you make a note of it, Tom Thumb? Thanks. Anyway, cruel fate. I was too big for the small chair and it fell apart underneath me. And I wasn't about to go home. So I went upstairs to try and find somewhere to sleep. There was a very big bed, which was very, very hard. There was a not quite so big bed, which was very, very soft. And there was a tiny bed, which was very, very comfy. So I curled up and went to sleep in that one. Now at this point, baby bear, perhaps you'd like to take over the story, as I was, after all, asleep. No. Told you. Very, very shy. Well, I don't know how long I'd been out for, but I was dreaming about porridge when I was woken up by this almighty I was so scared I nearly did what bears do in the wood. I opened my eyes and a giant papa bear was racing towards me. Fortunately, the mamma bear pushed him out the way. I thought she was saving my life, but then I heard her say, Let me at all! And that's where this beautiful baby bear comes in. He didn't want me to get hurt. So he bear-hugged his mama to the ground and then came and sat with me. The other two pairs couldn't get cross when they saw how well we played together. What are you doing here? Papa Bear asked. And when I explained I was just following fairy tale land protocol, and I should have realised it was going to end badly, because it always does. Well, I think I saw them become big, cuddly bears. Yes, we were wrong to assume, weren't we? said Mamma Bear. Yes, we were, said Papa. 
You never know what is happening in somebody else's life. So never jump to conclusions. You might even find you are able to help them. And now, because of this beautiful kind bear that stands before you today, I have three of the cuddliest best friends in the world, and our fairy tales always have a happy ending. I'm just not allowed to sit on their chairs. Let's have three cheers for being kind. So that was my brand new story called Goldilocks. I hope you enjoyed it. I can't remember why I started writing it. I started writing it, in fact, at the start of the lockdown and I didn't finish it. But I, I knew I liked it, so I came back to it today and I completed it quite quickly. And I, I think it's a lot of fun. I think I might even find a way to perform it when I do my live shows once again. And I think it may involve some of my small collection of cuddly bears. I've got probably about 10 still. Do you, do you have any cuddly bears? I, I've, got, uh, I've got a cuddly pudsy, which I've had since I was very little. And I've got a, I've got a Brittany Ferries bear from when I worked on Brittany Ferries. And I've got another bear that I can see, but I can't remember where he's from. Uh, also, I've, I've got a, a Mickey Mouse, a flounder from The Little Mermaid, and a Sebastian from The Little Mermaid. Oh, I've got a bungle bear. Now, who knows why I've got a bungle bear? Some of you might do. And I've got another bear. Another bear. I'm thinking of the bear. Oh, no, it's a cookie monster. I've got a cookie monster from Sesame Street. Oh. Well, it's quite a collection. They make me happy. But now, I think it is time for the book of the week. Now, I have to be absolutely upfront and honest with you. I can't remember if I have already recommended this book of the week, but I'm going to plough on and do it anyway, because I think it's quite important. Now, this book is the autobiography of Rosa Parks. Now, an autobiography means that it's a true story and it's written by the person that it's about. So this autobiography of Rosa Parks is written by Rosa Parks herself. And it is aimed at younger readers and it's very, very interesting. It starts all the way at her childhood. Indeed, chapter one is called How It All Started. I won't give too much away, but it start, oh, it didn't, doesn't start like that at all. It says, one evening in early December 1955. That's not how her life started. But I, what happened on the 1st of December, or early December 1955, was she was sitting uh, on a bus in Alabama, in Montgomery. And at that point, black people had to give up their seats for white people. And they even says here that there's a section on the bus for black people. But if white people need to sit down, the black people have to move out of that section. And somebody asked her if she would give them her seat and she said no. And it did cause quite a furore, but a very good one. And it made a lot of people think about a lot of their actions, which we're still doing now. 
Um, so thank you to Rosa Parks for that. And a lot of that had to do with the way she was treated when she was growing up by white people. And it, she wasn't treated very nice. Um, but she became an incredible woman. And she became a voice for lots of people who didn't have their own voice. For um, black people, for people who were in prison and didn't have any rights when they left. I mean, she campaigned for all sorts of things. But what she's most known for is the bus riots in 1955. And I think what I've probably recommended to you before is the Little People Big Dreams book about Rosa Parks, which is a book that I've read since I've started telling stories and it's really rather wonderful, but nothing will take away from hearing the stories from the person who experienced them. So nothing is better than reading an autobiography and this one is very beautiful and what I should have done is I should have been organised because there's a rather beautiful sentence she says it in some point and I can't quite remember where it is. I tell you what, shall I read the end? I'll read the last paragraph to you. It's the very last paragraph of the book and some of it's still pertinent now and pertinent means relevant and relevant means it appertains to our society and appertains, well it's all getting a bit complicated, let me just read the paragraph to you. Sometimes I do feel pretty sad about some of the events that have taken place recently. I try to keep hope alive anyway, but that's not always the easiest thing to do. I have spent over half my life teaching love and brotherhood and I feel that it is better to continue to try to teach or live equality and love than it would be to have hatred or prejudice. Everyone living together in peace and harmony and love. That's the goal we seek. And I think that the more people there are who reach that state of mind, the better we will all be. Well, I couldn't really have put it better myself. So do go and find Rosa Parks, My Story. It's published by Puffin and it is written by Rosa Parks with help from Jim Haskins. so much for joining me for this story time with Mama G. I hope you've had a lovely time. Don't forget that you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for at Mama G Stories and I am on YouTube as well and I am regularly putting up new stories for you all to enjoy. Now I have got some things coming up. If you are listening to this hot off the press as twere on Facebook, Friday the 19th of June, then tomorrow on the 20th of June, I'm taking part in two digital prides. I will be taking part in Hastings Youth Pride from 4pm. Oh, I went a bit American on that four, didn't I? From 4pm, and you can find that at allsortsyouth.org. And I'll also be taking part in Essex Pride, which is from also 4pm. It's lucky they didn't both book me on the same day to be at the actual events because I never would have been able to split myself in half. And Essex Pride you can find on YouTube by searching for Essex Pride. It's going to be a rather wonderful event and um, I'm very honoured to have been asked to take part in both of them. And don't forget that on the 12th of July it is my very own Pride, Mama G's Family Pride Party, which will be happening 
online through my Facebook page, Mama G Stories. It's going to be from 9am to 9pm and we've got lots of incredible acts already signed up. Um, let's see, who have we got? We've got Lolly, Dean Atta, Joseph Elliott, Margaret Sturton, Dom and Ink, H2Glow, Mel Clark with Peppa Pig Live, Kingslay, Nate James. Oh, and I, I've, I've not a, got a good memory, so I've probably forgotten some people. Um, to them, I sincerely apologise, but if you want to see who they are, then make sure you go to my Facebook page and we'll be raising money for Mermaids, which is an incredible charity that supports gender diverse youth and their families and the professionals that work with them. And their work is really, really desperately important at the minute. So if you can support us, go to my Facebook page, tell me that you're coming to the event and then donate some money at Just Giving. Well, I will see you all next. Oh, 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 and before I go, don't forget, I've got a radio show now as well on Glitter Beam Radio, 1pm on Sunday. So on Sunday, you can listen to me on the radio and then you can also watch me in the evening at 6pm on my Facebook page doing my live story time. And it's going to be a Father's Day special. So I will see you all there. Bye. It's story time with Mama G. Come and hear a story with me Love who you want to be, who you are Learn these lessons and we'll go far It's story time Story time Story time with Mama Jean